0: The hosts of Common Sense Investing have been helping their clients and listeners make sense of the markets for nearly three decades. Using a conservative, diversified, value-oriented approach to investing, they strive to make you a better educated, well-informed investor. And now here's your host, Eric Whiteman. Welcome to day 26 of my personal lockdown. As the man said, I'm Eric Whiteman of the XML Financial Group. So glad you could join me today. We've had some good news, some rays of light. It could be that the rate of new cases of the virus are slowing down in places like New York. They reported a 30% increase last week, but that was versus a jump of 46% the week before. Is that good? No, but it's definitely better than it was. If you really want to be optimistic, one of the major banks said Tuesday morning that they believe the U.S. passed its peak in new cases over the weekend. And they're expecting a limited reopening of the economy in a week or two. I'll give you my thoughts on the market in just a few minutes. But I wanted to share with you today some of the things that we're doing around the Whiteman household while we're waiting this out. Hopefully, it'll help you, too, because we've already worked our way through, I think, the entire Netflix catalog. Yeah, we've seen the Tiger King and all the new episodes of Ozark. So I made a list of the few things that we're doing that I wanted to share with you. First thing is we're trying to stay active. We're going out for the walks and and bike rides, and we're staying in our little cluster and maintaining the proper distancing, of course. But I also signed up for Peloton. It was recommended to me. And you probably know Peloton from their commercials. I will say, when you think about this, a lot of folks are going to say, well, I don't have a bike. Well, you don't need one of your bikes to do this. Peloton is currently offering their complete app content for free for 90 days. And I tell you, they have some really good yoga classes, or if you want to do some strength or meditation classes, they have those too. And I think they're all pretty well done. And of course, you can do them anytime you want. You don't have to, you know, do the nine o'clock class or whatever. Whenever it suits you, go ahead and get on there. And as a bonus, When I signed up, when I went through the process, I downloaded the app. I didn't have to put in any credit card information. And I like that because I don't have to remember to go back and cancel it if I don't use it. I mean, I've actually been using it quite a bit. Now, another thing that we've been doing is, well, trying to improve our knowledge. We always are. There's a website called Coursera. And I hope I pronounce that right, but I'll spell it for you. C-O-U-R-S-E-R-A. Put a .org after that and you're there. And this is a website that offers some really good academic courses. And you can find courses on a ton of subjects, history, computer programming, science, personal development. Uh, a lot of these courses are done by professors from top-notch universities. And one of the courses that I'll suggest for you is Yale University's most popular course ever called the Science of Well-Being. Appropriate for the times, right? As a matter of fact, one in four uh, Yale students take it. It supposedly teaches you to increase your own happiness and build more productive habits. Basically, All the skills we could probably benefit from right now, right? Anyhow, that's just one of the many courses that's that they're offering. And generally speaking, the courses are free to take. If you want access to graded assignments or a course certificate, well, it'll cost you a few bucks. Now, staying along that knowledge theme, here's another one for you. There's an app or a website called Duolingo, D-U-O-L-I-N-G-O. Okay. And that's if you want to learn a new language. If you want to learn a new language, that's the place for you to do it. What I liked about it is that you can choose the options of how long you want to spend on it every day. And you can do anywhere from five minutes to 30 minutes. They have a free and a paid option. With the free version, of course, you get the ads. And with the paid course, which I think is about $84, then, then you're going to go add free you're looking for music cuz you know we're always looking for for music and music always seems to lift the spirits let's face it there are plenty of places you can find find it like spotify which incidentally you can find our po- podcast on or pandora but if you're looking for live music NPR has a list of virtual concerts along with the links to find them there's Uh, classical concerts, the Metropolitan Opera, rocks, all kinds of stuff. So you can find that list at npr.org. Okay, The last one I'll give you before we move along is Facebook. Facebook, that's right, because we created a page for the podcast, for the Common Sense Investing podcast, to make it even easier for you to listen. And we aren't going to just stop there we're going to be posting videos, event schedules, and other content uh, content that I think you might like. So give it a visit, follow us, friend us, share it with your friends, give it a like. It's CS Investing, search Common Sense Investing XML Financial Group. Okay, let's move on. I tell you what a Monday it was. The equity market was up 7% and that carried over until Tuesday. And then in the early morning in less than 10 trading hours, the market was up over 11%. Now, to say the markets have been volatile, that would be an understatement. I think everything now hinges on the slowdown of the virus. Do you believe April or May does indeed mark a significant slowdown? Well, that would be good. Containment of the virus along with the massive amounts of fiscal and monetary stimulus being injected into our economy, suggests that we would have a sharp and severe recession. And if you've been listening, you know already that I firmly believe that we're in a recession. And if that's the case, you could see a rebound in the back half of the year. Remember, bull markets are typically born during recessions. Now, is this the time to go out and go hog wild buying stocks? Well, Let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. I think we have time. For the last few weeks, I've been saying, what I, uh, saying that I think it's time to start buying nibbling if you're a long-term investor and you can stand the volatility. I also think that you don't need to be in any rush either. We don't know how many people are going to be left unemployed or How many businesses are going to fail in the wake of this pandemic? But once we get to the other side of this, I think it might take some time for businesses to regroup and consumers are going to need time to, to overcome their fear of the virus and their own safety concerns. So I don't think restaurants are suddenly going to be packed. Seems to me that it's more likely that we'll face a slower recovery in the markets let's face it, next couple of months, we're going to see some absolutely horrendous economic reports. We shouldn't be surprised when we see that unemployment skyrockets or uh, the industrial production numbers crater or consumer confidence is in the dumps. No, no, no. We shouldn't be surprised by that at all. We know all this. And the market's probably going to react to it on any given day a number comes out. So, I'm saying what I've been saying. I think you can keep nibbling at high-quality businesses if you're a long-term investor and you can handle the ups and downs. I believe there are going to be the ups and downs. The VIX, which I refer to as the fear gauge, is sitting around 44, 45 right now. And that implies about a 13% move in the market in either direction, up or down, 13%. I get less enthusiastic as the market approaches twenty seven fifty, and I'm talking about the S and P five hundred here. And I get more enthusiastic as it gets closer to twenty three fifty. So I know that's a pretty wide trading range, at least until we see. uh, and, And and I'd stay with that at least until we see clear evidence that the virus is slow. Okay. One last thing before we go here. I've always been a big supporter of local businesses. I like it when I go into one of the shops and they know who I am and they know what I need and how they can help me. The world on lockdown, these folks are going to struggle in a big way. If you can, try and support them. They're after all, they're they're your friends. They're part of your community. And I've been doing it by ordering carryout twice a week. So, Here's my carry out food review for the week. Let me just make it clear that no one's paying me to to do any of this or to talk about Peloton or Duolingo. I'm not being compensated. So just make that clear. Okay. So I live in Loudoun County, Virginia, and there's a place called Melt in Leesburg. If you're craving a burger, this is a place that you have to try if you haven't been there. Like I said, it's in Leesburg, which may be a drive for some of you, but Hey, I'm guessing you got some extra time on your hands right now. According to their website, they won best burger in the county every year since 2012. And I'll tell you, I didn't fact check it, but having eaten their food, I have no reason to doubt it. The first thing you notice is the size. These things are a meal, absolutely huge. Yeah, you can opt for the basic cheeseburger, but I like to kick it up a notch and go for one of the gourmet burgers, and I'm partial to the Tex-Mex burger. That has the melted jack cheese, the, the fresh pico de gallo, the grilled spicy jalapenos. They even put roasted corn and black bean salsa on it with guacamole and a, what they call a smoky chipotle sauce. Tell you, delicious. If You want an alternative to burger? Well, they have a turkey burger, tuna burger, lamb burger. They even have a crab burger, which I guess is really just a crab cake. I haven't done that one. My suggestion is don't forget to order the sweet potato fries and get the marshmallow sauce with it. Not only do they have a great carryout, but since they've been open for the last eight years, they've been great supporters of the community here, raising more than $100,000 for the Loudoun County Animal Shelter and other animal rescue organizations. You call them, you order, you pay, you go there, and they'll bring it out to your car. Okay. That's Milton Leesburg. Now, if you have a place that you've been going to and supporting, let me know and we'll give them a shout out on the podcast. Send me your favorite isolation takeout place. You can email it to me at podcast, which is plural, podcast at xmlfg.com. And I'll do one a week while we're quarantined here. Okay. So we're out of time. We'll be back next week. Stay healthy and remember, It's just as important to protect your assets as it is to grow. This is Eric Whiteman for Common Sense Investing. Okay, you've listened to the show. Now it's time for the really good stuff. So listen up. It's disclosures. The things I talk about during the show, well, they're just my opinion and are not necessarily those of the XML Financial Group. I typically own and trade the securities I talk about both personally and for my clients, but not all of them. Employees of XML and our affiliate broker dealer may be trading and providing advice regarding the securities I mentioned to their clients as well. Don't construe this as personalized advice or solicitation to buy or sell a security. No, you need to consult with your own financial advisor to see if it's appropriate for you. It's also not a substitute for tax or legal advice. I'd suggest you get someone who's qualified in these areas so you can get the advice you deserve. When talking about asset allocation, diversification, rebalancing, They don't guarantee better results and they don't eliminate the risk of losses. In investing, there are no guarantees. Just because you use these strategies doesn't mean you'll outperform someone or something who doesn't. I like to make projections and other forward-looking statements, which are just that, opinions, and they're not actual results. And they're only valid at the time of this recording. Things change constantly. The XML Financial Group is a registered investment advisor, but being registered doesn't imply any level of skill or training.